Jamaica love. We wanna feel Jamaica love. Everybody wanna visit Jamaica. Jamaica love. Jamaica. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Another Tatuang. Today I'll be your host, but as usual, I am joined by my two favorite co-hosts, Shads and Nadia. Now, I know we've been asking you guys to like, to subscribe, to share, all that good stuff. So I'm going to take at least five seconds to allow you guys to do that. Perfect. Now, this week, what we'll be doing is we'll be discussing Jamaican pride, Jamaican narcissism. If you don't like us, we're going to get into why is it that Jamaicans have this unique sense of pride or patriotism? And why is it seen as arrogant by some Caribbean islands, other Caribbean islands, rather? We'll get into it right after this. So we're back and I'm going to go ahead and go through the intros. I'm going to start with Shads. Shads, how was your week? Let's keep it clear and concise. How was your week? It's been great. It's been lovely. Uh, I can't believe July is almost over and we're starting a new month on Saturday. Uh, weekend was wonderful. Did my usual hiking. Went to look for black bears. Didn't see any, but it's okay. I'm here living my best life. Can't wait for the long weekend. Yes. Okay, okay. And Nadia, what has your week been like, actually? It's been good. Um, it's been fun. But but just want to know when traveling I keep, and then I will be okay. Traveling is not keeping this year. More to keep, like yesterday. You My can situation. travel, you know, Nadia. You just have to do the 14-day quarantine. That's all that Canada wants you to do. So if you can do that, if you're okay with that, hop on a plane. <laughs> waste of time, waste of time, waste of time. <laughs> That's the kicker. <laughs> now, speaking of traveling, we're going to go to our um, neighbors to the south. Shane, you're originally from St. Vincent, but you currently reside in New York. Tell us, what, what are things like in New York right now? Um, It's hot, number one. Um, But currently, New York is in stage three of four of reopening. Uh, that means things are getting back to normal for what normalcy is. But in New York City, it's very different than what it usually is. Most of the city has either moved to the suburbs or left the state completely to work and live in other parts because a lot of companies have engaged new remote working policies. For example, in my job, my department, we're going to be working from home at least for the rest of the year. And as I go to school as well in that same institution, we'll have options to go to school remotely or in person. But I'm stuck in New York because I live here, so I'm going to deal with it, and I'm okay with it. Okay, okay. And speaking about travel, Alan, how are things for you right now? Things are doing good, actually. I'm liking the time off. Uh, when you said travel, I do work in aviation, so I don't expect to be back until to work until January time. I'm making the best of it. I'm loving it. I love the weather. I love the hot weather. Um, and it gives us enough time to explore and see what city we're really living in. Um, of course, keep your, keep your mask on. Um, yeah, but I'm having a good time. I like that. I like that. I love that even though you're so used to traveling, like you, you're just okay with the downtime. That's actually pretty, pretty good. Now, guys, ever since I've moved here, I know that being Jamaican is this huge deal. Like in Jamaica, you don't have to be Jamaican. But every time I'm in North America, there is this 
this pressure to be super Jamaican. I don't know if it's because I've seen my family members do it. I don't know if I because I've seen friends do it. But there is this sense of Jamaican pride that all Jamaicans or most Jamaicans outside of Jamaica seem to show. And it's on their backpack, in their cars, how they speak, how they dance. It's it's crazy. But how is Jamaica a brand in comparison to other Caribbean islands? Um, this is open to anybody. Like, why do you think Jamaica has set itself apart and made itself into a brand? Everybody is claiming their Jamaican heritage. Everybody is wearing Jamaican stuff. Everybody is listening to the music, eating the food. Why do you think Jamaica has become the brand for the Caribbean? Go ahead, Shane. Um, so I'm, I don't know if I'm in a unique position, but I'm in a position where I have lived in Toronto, like I guess all three of you are currently, I guess. And I've also lived yes. in, good. So I've also lived in, I've lived in Toronto. I've lived in the DC area, which has, I would say fewer West Indian people. And I've now lived in New York City. And the thing, I've had a different experience in all three cities. In Toronto, um, the majority of the, the Black community, the Black demographic in that city, Toronto is a city, first of all, literally half of the city is born outside of Canada. But then the mass of the Black population there is either West Indian or African. So you kind of feel like you're still in the Caribbean when you're dealing with people who are of the African diaspora there. In D.C., there are way less West Indian people, but there are West Indian people. And my engagement with West Indian people there has been pretty diverse than my experience in Toronto and New York. New York is kind of like Toronto, very diverse, but a lot of Jamaicans. I think that me experiencing what you refer to as a unique sense of pride, <laughs> we'll get into that, of Jamaicans has been more intense in these two metro centers where there's a large representation from the Jamaican community. There are a lot of Jamaicans in, for example, Brooklyn and the Bronx in New York. I live in Manhattan. I live in Harlem. There are some Jamaicans here, but not as many. And it's not as intense. The representation is not as intense, despite the majority of West Indian restaurants here being Jamaican. It's not as intense. But living in North York, living in even when I lived in Brooklyn, it's a whole different experience. That's my experience of it. So Shane, I just want to touch on, a, on something a bit. Do you find it, and you could be totally honest with, with, with us on the podcast, um, is it a case where the pride comes off as arrogance? Because I know when Jamaicans speak, they speak from their chest. Like, oh, you know, I'm Jamaican and these are the accomplishments of Jamaicans and this is what we have and this, 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 this. Even going into like a, a term that I learned as a Jamaican but never understood, which is small island, which refers to anyone that was not in the Greater Antilles. So anyone who was from like, let's say the Eastern Caribbean, outside of like a known um, country, like let's say Trinidad and Tobago, their country was referred to as a small island. Did you have any experience with that? And how did that make you feel? Still with us, Shane? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm here. So, of course, I'm going to be honest because that's why I came on the podcast. <laughs> um, so it's good for you to hear from the perspective of someone who is not, say, Trinid Trinidadian or Bahamian, another country that's smaller in terms of population, but still big enough representation in the Caribbean that are well-known. What do the people from the smaller islands experience when we speak about Jamaicans? Um, for example, you said in the beginning a unique sense of pride. 
when you you hear a lot that it's no secret, I guess, that you you guys will hear that other countries think Jamaicans are arrogant. And it's like, what's arrogant about being Jamaican? We're just proud of where we're from. We're proud of who we are. That is nothing is wrong with that. There's no arrogance in that. People from Barbados are very proud of who they are. When Rihanna made it big, and what was the guy who who um kind of made it out a little bit after her? I think his name was Rudy or something. He had a hit. He he also was kind of getting some airplay, and and Bajans were very proud of their you know their their musicians. Um, Trinidad when um that one guy who ran from Trinidad is Otto Bolton or something like that. He he made it in the Olympics, third place. The entire Caribbean region was behind him, and they were happy for Trinidad. And Trinidad Trinidadians were proud. But when it comes to Jamaicans, I think the difference in in Jamaican pride and the pride from other countries is to the extent of what it is. So you said something that you can't help but say you said a unique sense of pride. What's unique about your pride? How would you answer that? That's a question I'm asking you. Honestly, I find that Jamaicans have, I don't, you know, I've, I've been told it could be, it could be reggae. It could be just Jamaicans try to influence just about everything that comes out of the Caribbean. Um, I read some some forums today, actually, going as far back as 1996. And a couple of the things that were said about Jamaica from other Caribbean nationals was actually quite disparaging. But when you listen to certain things, for example, a Bahamian speaking about how Jamaica had a very good history and um and it was it, it like it kind of paled in comparison to to Haitian history was the fact that that person did not know that Bookman Dutty or Dutty Bookman, however you say his name, was actually the one who helped to influence the Haitian Revolution, which which was like black liberation. Um the starting point for Black liberation, actually. So when you think about a unique sense of pride in Jamaica, I think it's the fact that we try to see ourselves in just about everything. We look at TV and we see people and they could be 25%. They could be a first generation, a second generation Jamaican. But you guys try to relate everything back to Jamaica and being Jamaican and how Jamaica's involved. That's where the arrogance comes from. And and, you know. and and honestly, I understand. I understand. And that is why we're having this frank discussion today. But you're from the Caribbean, and we're going to go into the West Indies, so the greater West Indies. And I want to ask Alan, how do you feel about Jamaicans? How do you feel about the sense of pride and the representation that you see on TV, in music, in athletics, in in academia how do you feel about the representation that you see that the caribbean literally for most people just gets summed up as jamaica um wow okay that's a that that's a that's a holy papat um so like shane said there's nothing wrong with being pride right having pride in in your country and your background and stuff like that i think um what makes jamaica Spot. I'm, I'm diverting from the question as well too, so I'm back and forth a bit. But what makes Jamaica Jamaica um, highlight throughout the rest of the Caribbean, especially, um, is solely not solely, um, uh, highly impacted uh, from Bob Marley, right? Uh, with re- bringing reggae to the world or bringing the world to reggae, whichever way you look at it, um, he brought that music to the mainstream. Um, 
And when people think of tropical weather, hot, hot weather, beach, and so forth, Jamaica Tourism Board did a fantastic job on using reggae as the springboard to come to beautiful Jamaica. Um, Even though one of the oldest pictures that we have of a beautiful woman um, emerging from water, she's actually pretty. Even though we've actually outsourced the images. (laughs) Understood. Yes. Right? Um, But, you know, when when you look at it, though... um, it's it, it brought like I said it, it brought um, Bob Marley brought Jamaica to the world and 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 his music is not like dancehall obviously right um, dancehall is a whole new genre um, reinvented always reinventing itself but the classic reggae um, um, the ska style and so forth um, where other nations and other ethnic um, diversity people diversified people they understand it more as opposed to the, the to the to the to the I'm using the term liberally the the the, the raw um the raw uh what do you call it um twang if you want to call it not little twang but the raw twang right um so it it makes just it just takes you to a different place um that's one aspect of it and also when you look at it and I'm probably gonna get get a lot of heat for this this aspect but then again it's a it's an open discussion I think um because Jamaica has such a high um high level of, of, of athletics, um, talent and, 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 and every other stuff that, that they've, they've won for and they're known for. Um, you got to look back at the slavery days in, in, in the slave trade days, honestly. I mean, when you look at the, there's, there's reality and then there's like, what are you talking about? That's so rude and ignorant, but it's not though. Like back in the, the, the when slavery started and, and throughout those 400 years, um, plus, um, you know, the best, it's hard. To, it's, it's stupid to say that, but best. But the the way of of, of the slave, the, the top slaves, the strongest slaves, the, the the more prominent ones that would do good for the business, quote unquote, um, they were sent to Jamaica because Jamaica was the biggest island uh, for producing. So they they sent the best there, and then they sent the second, third, and fourth grades to the other islands. But Jamaica was the melting pot for providing all the major plantations. Uh, the, sorry, the, the plantations providing more throughout throw it back to, to, to the UK, well, Europe, um, England pr- predominantly, so forth. So the, the best genes were sent there. So the high pride, the, the show of this and so forth, it's, in, it's ingrained into the genes. It's, 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 it's already part of their genes because those were the, those are the warriors. Those were the, the, the best performers and so forth. So the best of the best was sent to Jamaica. Um, you know, any, 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 um, any disagreements there? I mean, I have so much to say. I know. I, you see, <laughs> I patiently wait, raised my hand because I didn't. But before didn't. before Shane Shane chimes in, I know that Alan said the best of the best of the best, and Shane is from the Eastern Caribbean, and I think it wasn't until I moved here that I learned that the rebellious slaves were sent to Jamaica. And the thing about it is that whenever this comes up, people from the Eastern Caribbean speak about rebellious slaves with such disdain as if they were supposed to like slavery. And they kind of like... So there was a choice, was it not according to certain people? We're not doing oh. that. We're not doing that today. No, we're not going to do it. Dougie. <laughs> Dougie, Dougie. So let me say this. So I, we had this talk privately about um, people referring to the most rebellious slaves. 
but Alan said the best. So you notice there is a whole thing going on with that. Firstly, we don't know, we don't have any true documentation of this. This is colloquial talk. This is people talking about either the best or the most rebellious slaves were sent to Jamaica, and that's why Jamaicans are Talawa. That's why Jamaicans are so ignorant. That's why they stopped that way. I understand that. I, I've heard people say that, but to say that people say it with disdain and it's like, oh, so that so that means we were heroes. Why we, you see that whole twisting of things again. That does that's not the whole perception of what this is. For example, um, I'll go back to the conversation that we were all having together here before we started recording, and I'll use that as the perfect example of how things are. And this this is how it how is it relates to the narcissism. When people from the Eastern Caribbean say, "Oh, the most rebellious slaves were sent to Jamaica," of course that is not an academic argument that can be made. It's just something that people talk about. We know the the group of Maroons in Jamaica have that whole history of rebellion and, and, and whole influence on the Haitian Revolution as well. And you, um, Dougie, talked about the Garifuna. We were talking about um, the the Afro-Latino people in the in Central America that um, identify as Caribbean, and they're the only people who really truly identify as Caribbean in Central America, Pan- Panama, Honduras, Belize, because they had, you said this, <laughs> everyone who was on the podcast know what you said, and I, I stopped you. You said, because they could trace their heritage to the Caribbean. And I asked you a question. I said, why do you say, what do you mean by the Caribbean? You said, oh, because they could trace it to the Caribbean. Where? They could trace it to St. Vincent. So why didn't you say St. Vincent? These people have a whole history behind being also rebellious. And they have their own resistance against both the French and the British. And that fight resulted in them being exiled outside of the country to Central America. They were exiled that far away. They were first exiled off of... Don't forget the Spaniards. They were the first right. ones who conquered Jamaica. And that's where the Maroons started from. Right. Just but I'm talking about the Garifuna, <laughs> not the Maroons. They were first exiled to Balasso, then to Central America. They were sent as far away as possible. They were the last... They Because of them and a similar resistance in Dominica because of the tearing of both small islands. <laughs> they, these were the two last islands to be colonized fully because of those rebellions. This is not a rebellion against slavery and an uprising. This is a rebellion against colonization to begin with. Hallelujah. Okay, the reference to that is not even made much in Caribbean history outside of St. Vincent, I'm sure. You might be more aware of this because of where you are now. But how many people in Jamaica are aware of this? How many people you think in St. Vincent are aware of the Maroons? It's the first group I learned about. I learned about the Maroons before I learned about Garifuna in St. Vincent. So when you hear people talk about the narcissism, it's not that we are we are discounting what happened. I don't think a lot of people um, view the, the rebellions that happened with the Maroons or even view this whole, the most um, rebellious slaves were sent to Jamaica as a disdain to what they did against slavery. That's not the argument. The argument is, why are you so aggressive now? That's what the problem is. Why are Jamaicans so aggressive? It's not just about being aggressive against authority. Why are you aggressive even against those who are not authoritative against you? Why are you so aggressive in even showing your passion, this quote-unquote unique sense of pride? What makes it unique? It's the aggression. I think that's the biggest problem that we have with, when I say we, people who are not Jamaican have with encountering people who are of Jamaican descent. When we encounter people from different islands, let me tell you this. You mentioned small island. 
the first time I heard about that whole small island talk, the very first time I heard about it was when I was in Toronto working in Toronto one time and a, a Jamaican said it to me and he said it with this smirk looking at me, oh, small island. And I thought to myself, why would you talk about St. Vincent's? Oh, when I said I'm from St. Vincent, oh, small, small island, like you don't know what St. Vincent is. When it's like a running common joke that Vincentians and Jamaicans are constantly marrying each other in Toronto, in New York. We always marry each other. I we, would we, assume <laughs> that small island would be like when we're back in school, when we're learning about geography, it's the greater Antilles and the lesser Antilles and the greater Antilles have the quote unquote larger islands in the Caribbean and the lesser Antilles had a smaller island. So I'm assuming yeah. that's where they got the whole small island. I would hope that it's not coming from a place of you're smaller or you're lesser than, because then if that's the case, then Cuba would be the country that's walking around with a chip but, on their shoulder that they're but that's the, how it's the biggest and the baddest. Because when we meet someone from Jamaica, we know where Jamaica is. We don't tell you, oh, Big Island. We don't say Greater Antilles. We're like, oh, you you sound Jamaican. You're from Jamaica? Oh, you're from Jamaica? Some of us might even go to what part? Because we might know enough about Jamaica. If you tell someone you're from St. Vincent, they don't even know. They barely know where it is. So I made, this joke, um, I made this joke with uh, my fellow uh, hosts uh, about how Jamaica and being Jamaican, I feel comfortable saying this. Jamaica seems to be the America of the Caribbean in terms of because of our pride and it's like okay we're the best of the best where it's like instead of USA USA is J- Jamaica Jamaica <laughs> so it's all like, say the same thing about no one knows about the other islands, but they know everything about Jamaica. Like we know, like where is your country? What is that? What's happening there? Oh, so, sounds irrelevant. So, guys, <laughs> I I know we could go back and forth with this all day, but we haven't heard from Nadia just yet. So, Nadia, I mean, this man Shane has fire in his stomach for Jamaica. You can hear it in his voice. Like he is ready to fight. How do you feel about his thoughts about Jamaica and Jamaicans? And I mean, he's absolutely right that when you read the history books, I know um, when I did Caribbean history and went um, twice um, for Tech and for Cape, the thing was that we learned a lot about Jamaican culture and we learned a lot about Jamaican history, Central American history, uh, South American history. And they did touch um, like, a little bit on the Garifunas, but not to the greatest extent. Now, I could always argue that the books that I read, um, Lest We Forget, etc., they were written by Jamaicans and Trinis. So they're more likely to speak about Jamaica Trinidad and, and possibly, I think, the Burbese Rebellion, right? So the resistance in in in, in countries like St. Vincent was was po- was possibly not just just brushed over, and I feel like a part of this is is why Jamaicans may have this this either false sense of pride or just too much pride in general because we've forever been placed in the history books. Um, we have quotes that have to do with just us leaving um, things like Federation, where Eric Williams I think had said one from ten leaves not when we all know that one 
from 10 is 9. But to say that when Jamaica had left, um, Federation would then dissolve eventually, that kind of gave Jamaica this sense of leverage that, yo, maybe we are better than other people. What are your thoughts on that, Nadia? Oh my gosh, she's gonna attack me. <laughs> <laughs> so um for me, I I am one of those persons that Shane is talking about whereby oh you're from the island. Um I have not had much encounter with persons from the island unless I go to like the US or I go to like um mainly the US. So I've met persons from different Island, I would say from Grenada. And so I was like, oh, you're from Grenada. Okay. But it's like, because I don't, I don't hear people talking a lot about like what Grenada has done. Um, I've not seen the, the brand Grenada being up in my face. Mostly right. I, I mainly see like brand Jamaica, brand Trinidad, brand Barbados. So all of those, uh, oh God, all of the, the other Caribbean island, I am not aware. Some of them I don't even know that exist. Oh yeah, I don't even know that exists because we are being told that we are the best and and because of the impact that we had on the entire world that you know we're in track and field we're in music industry we're we're everywhere academics and it's all about Jamaica Trinidad Barbados so I am one of those persons whereby I'm like you know okay you're over there doing something okay moving along but if it's somebody come from Trinidad I'm like oh yeah Trini all right, we have to go talk because it's always I've always been heard that it's a back and forth between Trinidad, Trinidad and, and Jamaica and Barbados. I've heard that Barbados women don't like Jamaican women because we look good, we look better. So these are all of the things that I hear from my parents, and I and so it's kind of refreshing to hear Shane talk about how does he feel about Jamaica. I mean, when when he used the word arrogant, I don't know, like. Uh, it's a, such a strong word. I would say confident, you know. No, it's not arrogant. It's arrogant. It is not confident. It is not. It might be perceived as arrogance, but it's definitely no. more. We're you want me? You want me to prove it's arrogance? Okay, let's do a test. We're gonna We're do an arrogance test. Let's do an arrogance test. Can you name? So everybody here, what's the capital of St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Uh, I don't know. Wait, wait, I don't wait, know. wait, wait, wait. St. George. No, so I don't Google it. I don't know. Is it St. George or St. George's? I could be wrong. St. George, yeah. So here's the funny part. The capital of St. Vincent and the Grenadines is almost the exact word for the capital of Jamaica except for one letter. Kingstown. It's Kingstown. You guys don't even know the capital of St. Vincent. I know Kingston, Jamaica. I know Ocho Rios. I know Montego Bay. I I, I have a question. I know cities in Jamaica. (laughs) You guys don't even... That's not confidence. That's arrogance. So I have a question because Nadia brought it up. Nadia did bring it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barbados and Trinidad have yeah. they've done a phenomenal job with their branding and putting it out there. How, I don't see it being Jamaica's fault or Jamaican people's fault that the other Caribbean islands, their government, as far as tourism and culture, whatever, they have not done enough to 
push that information um, out there. Yes, it's as simple as going to Google. We have Google now, but I mean, back in the day, there was no Google or anything like that. But, but this is not clear, info. This is geography. This yes, is what we were, taught. we were taught. But, this in our primary and secondary so education system. We were as well. So, <laughs> so what I'm getting from you guys is that this was not even exposed to you. So we, we, we had if I mean to try this, okay? Havana, Kingston, Port au Prince, Santo Domingo, Puerto Rico. Ah, uh, shoot. I cannot remember Puerto Rico right now, okay? San Juan. Uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. See, I can't remember that. It's not, it's mm. not um, Porta, um, Porta Spain. I know Bridgetown. St. George's is Grenada. Um, Guyana. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Guyana. Wait, wait, wait. Guyana is Georgetown. St. Lucia is Castries. St. Kitts. St. Kitts. Was the capital of St. Kitts? No. You don't know that. Montserrat? Oh, this. Okay. So yeah, Antigua, I'm calling the smallest islands. So what's what's the common thing between those ones you listed? But but Shane, listed? you have to also bear in mind the common thing. The common thing was like six. The common thing is they're all colonizers' names. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the common thing is that these are islands that are smaller. They're smaller than a thousand square miles. Well, except for Barbados and Saint Lucia, those are small, but they're a little bit bigger. But the thing that thing that um I think um someone mentioned earlier that the 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 it's not Jamaican's fault that the other islands except for Barbados and Trinidad did a poor job at you know getting their tourism product out there. This is not tourism. This is Caribbean curriculum education, Caribbean history, Caribbean geography. Why are you guys so ignorant of so much? Now I understand the tourism thing is a good argument, but it's not just tourism. Jamaica is dominant in pop culture. That's a big achievement. That, that is true. You guys rightfully earn and own, but that's no excuse for you not to know about the rest of the the, the, the region. So I think the issue here that I'm learning from this, because I'm here to learn too, is that part of this is your education. It is very no, and Again, I said it earlier, our education system from primary or prep school, wherever we went, we learned about Caribbean geography as well. Not just so, you, but what that. Dougie said earlier, that you taught like we have accomplished so much. We're we're the best. We're these are his words. These are things that innately he said. This is not what I'm putting in his mouth. If it came out, it's how it was received. You guys said that. It's like Bajan women don't like Jamaican women because Jamaican women look better. These are things that are passed down culturally. It's the same yeah. on our side. People tell us not to well, they don't tell Vincentians not to marry Jamaicans. They give up on us because we always like Jamaican women always marry uh Vincentian women always marry Jamaican men because Jamaican men can, long can, distance uh, scholars no no not that here, here let me tell you this you might not have heard this before jamaica they, the the thing is jamaican men love vincentian women because vincentian women love to cook and take care of their man that's just because you know, the jamaican woman then here you go the jamaican women love vincentian men because vincentian men love to cook vincentian men are notably well cooked um good cooks especially when it comes to soups and stuff vincentian men we're cultured to cook from very young so when we get older we like to cook and jamaican men are a little bit more resistant and i'm not just making this up this is even my own observation they can cook they're just not interested in us cooking as much as vincentian men are 
So that's like, that makes both our cultures like compatible. But outside of that, we have this thing where we know Jamaicans are arrogant and we just tolerate them than other islands might be willing to because that's just how Vincentians are. We are friendly people. We get along with everyone, including Jamaicans, arrogant Jamaicans. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. So, you guys get along with everyone because you don't have a choice. Wow. Well, we have a, we, now, now we have a choice because here's what. We didn't, we didn't, we, we took, it took us longer to get along with the British and French than y'all did with the Spanish. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Wow. That, Interesting. That hurts. Um, <laughs> by the way, for, for the record, I must state I am of Garifuna descent. My, my paternal side, my paternal grandfather was half white, half Garifuna. So, that that's why I might be a perceived as a bit fiery but i'm not fiery i'm just here and my blood fire. runs no, maroon my blood yeah. runs maroon my blood runs tight well, here we go. i'm fiery here we go. too i'm a fighter i'm a fighter don't take anything i'm part maroon so i'm very rebellious right, so we're gonna have a full-fledged war hopefully okay so now that we settled the idea behind why jamaicans may be a little bit more arrogant it's possibly the education um it is the fact that we have a strong oral, um, oral history that's passed down from generation to generation um where we talk about okay jamaica is is positioned here other countries are positioned here and because of the achievements like leaving a federation becoming independent um having people that look like you in power that's all well and good i mean there there are things about the caribbean that we don't talk about and and jamaica has somewhat positioned themselves they've somewhat been able to market themselves better outside of tourism um marcus i'm getting triggered on and off on and on and on again so this is like a whole long process there are so many things you have said there that are triggers and i don't mean to be like you know annoying and jump in like this but these are things that are triggers that you guys have learned that you have to accept that maybe we should not say this like saying seeing people who look like you in power we're all the same people and this is the problem that i and a lot of caribbean people have with this arrogance we are all one people when you talked about the garifuna you said trace back to the caribbean when trinidad comes third in the olympics if trinidad comes first in the olympics when grenada came first in the olympics when saint kitts came they're caribbean people even when rihanna because bajans it's like bajans are very close to y'all let me let you in on that secret. They're very arrogant people too, but Bajans are more embracing of their Caribbean side of their story. They would say that's a Bajan, but at the end of the day, Rihanna is a Caribbean girl. I can't speak She's for the, all of the Caribbean people. I can speak for myself being a Caribbean national. Whenever a fellow Caribbean person does well, I always, I'm always proud because that's a Caribbean. At the end of the day, our little region is still small in comparison. Of course, there's French Polynesia, but let's whatever. Uh, it's what it's great, well? great to see when they do well. And especially we have our island princess, Rihanna. Um, there, there is a lot of representation. And again, like whether it's track and field, because track and field, like a lot of the people are doing well who aren't Jamaican, they're Trinidadian, they're Bayesian, they're uh, from the, St. Vincent, they're from uh, the Bahamas, like, they're from Cuba, like, people forget, but I know for me, I love them all, and I'm always like, yo, big up the islands. We don't get that, that's the problem, we don't see it. Before before the, the whole trio happened in track and field, and now we have um, 
what's the guy from Jamaica called? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. I'm sorry. I remember Bolton's name. I didn't want to say. I it just feel like you represent it right there. But oh, I'm not, I didn't. Pre- I didn't pretend. I didn't pretend. I have. I have. A, I have a bad. I have. I know. Every Caribbean. No, it's Usain like, Bolt. I have yeah. a memory problem, so that's what happened. I had a break. Wow. Mm-hmm. But, I but, I'm so serious. Where, where, is, where, where is your island located? I forgot. <laughs> but until until this happened, Jamaicans were not so passionate about track and field. We didn't get that from y'all. That's interesting. We did not. We did not. Oh, that's strange. Because we're we literally a different factory. I'm, I'm being honest. Do you not know who Donald Quarry is? Exactly. There are people. Let me tell you what. My father, especially, will be the first to tell you that is far from truth. Before, we were very much in love with our sports, track and field. We're very much in love with our track and field. We're very much in love with our football slash soccer. Way before yeah. the same boat came along. So I'm don't talking about the Caribbean pride. I'm talking about the Caribbean yeah. pride behind it. There was no Caribbean pride. Let me tell you. For example, guys, 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 here's what's going to happen. If everyone's speaking at the same time, we can't hear each other. We have to be mindful of that. So, okay, Shad, what about or Shane? Go ahead and make your point, and then Shad, you make your point about your dad. Okay, Ben Johnson. You know who Ben Johnson? I know who Ben Johnson is. He's Canadian Jamaican, right? (laughs) Yes, Jamaicans talked about Ben Johnson. When you would hear more about Ben Johnson than you would hear about Otto Bolton. Nobody had this whole Caribbean pride behind Otto Bolton. Maybe Trinidadians first. And other people were like, that's a Caribbean man. But when the, the Jamaican trio happened, when the Trini boys went to World Cup soccer, Trinis were proud. Caribbean people were proud. When Stoker Warriors, they're there. Trini proud. Everybody proud. But when we all, the reggae boys or the Jamaican boys... Yes, Jamaica. That's what we hear. And it's like, I understand you guys are proud of your country, and I'm proud of your country for you sometimes. I have close Jamaican friends, and I have Vincentian family and friends who studied in Jamaica, live in Jamaica, and everything, even now. And it's like, I'm happy for Jamaicans, but I can understand other people from other islands seeing it as, there's a bit of arrogance. And I'm like, you got to understand them. You know, they look happy on it. You just bear with them. I think that's just how we are nature to deal with Jamaicans. But I don't know if Jamaicans see it as that. You see it as confidence. But. You know what? Let, let me not use confidence. We haven't gotten Alan's take on this. Now, Alan, you are, you're Indo-Caribbean. I like to say Indo-Caribbean, but you're really like Indo-West Indian or West Indian. Um, what is the reception like when it comes to Jamaicans in Guyana? Like, how do you guys feel about Jamaicans? And what were you told? Because I know you're like both sides of the coin where you're like Trini and Guyanese. So yeah, you're kind of Indo-Caribbean. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about Jamaicans? Do you think we're that arrogant? Do you think that that pop culture and history has positioned us in such a place that we just feel the need to be these people? Um. Okay, so here's the thing. This is what differentiates Trinidad and Guyana from the majority of the rest of the Caribbean. Because Trinidad and Guyana is predominantly mostly Indo uh, indentured slavery, as opposed to um, uh, African slavery. Right. Um, so the, the 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 thing is with Trinidad and Guyana, they've pitted us against each other, the Indians against the blacks, and it's ingrained even to the to, still today. Look at Guyana's politics right now. It's a it's a I can't even say the word, but you know, kind of show the Latrin show. Um, 
So, and then when reggae music is, is, is humongous, humongous. So the music is what brings everyone together, regardless of which island you're from. The music is what brings the Caribbean together, right? It's the universal language. Um, in every nation, but, hmm? Facts, hundred percent facts. Oh yeah. So uh, especially the Caribbean, because it's 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 you know, um, it, it it bonds every single person together. Because any kind of you know you know you play any soca music goes across the whole Caribbean, regardless of which country it is. When you come to um, uh, what do you call it? Like if you go to Asia, for example, like apart from Japan, because there are huge reggae fans there, but um, like Thailand, for example, artists from Thailand will not be known in the other. Asian countries that much as you know, um, uh, Buju in, in in Jamaica or Marshall in Trinidad. Everyone knows their names. So the, when it comes to music, they're greatly accepted. When it comes to say marriage, whole new ball game, whole new ball game. The Indo Indo Caribbean culture, um, like I said, the 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 because of the um the mentality of the political system in pretty much the whole caribbean um the 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 the, to coin to coin the phrase properly the the masters um have 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 ingrained in them that they'll never be as good as them and that's being very wide i'm using that very widespread i'm being pg right now because you know how my take on all of this is dougie um did i lose anybody no, we're, all here. we're all here. Okay. So we're all yeah. hanging on your so, every word and we're <laughs> listening attentively. That's why. <laughs> so, um, and, and the mentality we have in the Caribbean in general, and I, like I said, I'm generalizing everything, is we've been trained that we will never be as good as the white. Um, and you may disagree with me on that one or not, but reality is. That's what it is. When you look at most of the Caribbean places, as soon as it became independent, the whole country, quote unquote, runs down because we don't know how to run a country. Um, and that really pisses me off because um, as much as, as our friend here, uh, Shane in New York, the U.S. is very ingrained in the Caribbean, very, very much ingrained. Um, they're responsible for a lot of the riots, a lot of the 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 the, 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 the um, violence, especially in the Caribbean and so forth their hands are in there. Um, and so if the Caribbean, and switching on that plate now, if the Caribbean nation was to come together like the European Union, we would be literally the powerhouse of the world. I really believe that. I really, really do. So what about um, CARICOM? Why CARICOM, with CARICOM? CARICOM is, is, a, is, a, is a body for recommendations. They have, really have no power. And in regards to with, within trades of the Caribbean, that's what they're, 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 they just give you the permits for the trip of trade to work within the Caribbean, pretty much. But that's what the European Union is. I don't agree with that statement. I agree that if we well, bonded together, we could be dominant. I wouldn't say the world. We could be powerful. But why do you think that unity is not there? Because we already have a free trade region. So what is well, missing outside of free like, trade? Because that's all the EU has. The EU has the euro, one currency for the whole, all the countries. That's not why they're dominant. They have different economies and they have separate identities. More so they than do. We are. Um, I I would disagree on that one. Um, slightly. You can't um, tell a German person and an Italian person they're the same people and they live next door to each other. You, so it's very separate 
thing. But if Caribbean people are together and you go to Brooklyn and someone tries to join, if, if, if uh, now let me let me bait it with the racial tension going on with the police and, and you know, the whole uh-huh. movement and everything. If a white cop comes and attacks a, a Caribbean person on Flatbush, they're not stopping to ask that person where he's from. Everyone's going to jump in. You don't have that kind of unity with people from Europe or other places where people will be considered quote-unquote white. Not even in Latin America where brown people have this kind of unified identity but at the same time they don't it's not the same thing so i think it's unfair to think that the caribbean has this whole division thing even though we do you see us talking here but at the end of this thing we're gonna all be laughing after this is the the recording's cut off and we can all really attack each other we're gonna be laughing i'm gonna fight you me and dougie so, always fight each other but i'm I think, not jesus I but, I, but alan alan i understand where you're coming from and why you think this is because mm-hmm. the lens that you have of this is magnified with the own division within your your country so it magnifies yeah. it even more outside of what we would see because you're seeing the division from your country plus how it's extended outwards so i understand where it's coming yeah. from that's why i had to comment on it i'm not negating right. what you say but i think it's not exactly the same perception for everyone okay and right and perception is reality sorry i was i do agree with alan when we're if the Caribbean did come together, like in that format of the EU and um, North, how UNESCO, I guess, is called now, is no longer NAFTA. Um, if we had that proper format, we would be a powerhouse because we do export so much, other than our people and tourism, that if we bonded together and said, okay, well, Every, the food has to be shared for everyone, not just one country. It would help. It will help. It will help countries like Haiti, especially, I feel, because I feel like they get left out of the equation a lot. So, I mean, yes, I mean, we could talk about Haiti, you know, we could talk about Haiti, but we know that's France's problem and they caused all that to happen to Haiti. But that's a whole different podcast. When we're actually speaking about the Caribbean, because I know we're all English speakers here and we're speaking about the Caribbean or the West Indies coming together as one and, and being able to form this union, which theoretically existed prior to CARICOM, which was Federation. Um, but when we speak about the Caribbean, are we speaking about the English speaking Caribbean? Um, are we going to include the Dutch and French speaking Caribbean nations as well, as well as the Spanish speaking nations of the Caribbean? Because those countries get left out as well even guyana where there is a french guyana are we going to be missing are these countries going to be missing from action because oh, it seems as if we I, don't no. I think the francophone countries are fine the dutch countries are fine i'm just not going to help you with that struggle of convincing latino people that they're black so you could take that one again i would say that everyone include whether it's the spanish-speaking caribbean islands whether it's the french-speaking whether it's the ones that speak dutch i've traveled to the dutch ones i've traveled to the spanish-speaking ones and as a jamaican when they do find out that I'm Jamaican, there are Jamaicans everywhere. There are Jamaicans over there. There are Jamaica. I was in Aruba. There are Jamaicans there, and we're appreciated and loved there. Everyone's seen as one big happy Caribbean family. Um, when I was in the Dominican, people thought I was actually Dominican. They didn't think I was Jamaican. And when I said I was Jamaican, they're like, "Oh, my neighbor." 
and it's like 10 times more love. So if we're doing a union of all the Caribbean islands, for sure, all like I, I don't know so much about Puerto Rico because they're technically a part of the U.S., but why not? And same with the U.S. Virgin Islands. But why not? If they want to be included in it, they can, but they're already a territory of. They not- identify more as Caribbean. I could tell you yeah. that right now. Yeah. yeah, Puerto Rico yeah. is very black culturally, <laughs> yeah. really black. I have a, I have a like, white Puerto Rican friend who's blacker than me. So, yeah. yeah, it's like if we're doing all of the Caribbean. It's everyone. It's it's everyone in that region, regardless of what their um, native language is. Okay, so Alan had a point. Um, Alan, go ahead with your point. Um, when I said interject, yeah. Um, I, I mean, going back to to the basis of the whole topic that we said with Jamaica and so forth. Uh, and proud, um, and it it boils down again to um, to the, the slave trade. It really does. It boils down to there in regards to um, Jamaican being um, a proud people and so forth. I was having this conversation earlier with you, Dougie, in regards to that, which is, um, or did I mention this already? No, I didn't. The going back to that thing of of the best quote-unquote, the best of the best was picked to go there. And remember, back in the days as well, too, uh, when they cr- uh, when they started creating this, the, uh, the the breeding farms, um, they picked the best producing, the best, the strongest man and, 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 and um, heftiest woman and so forth and strongest woman uh, to breed them together and this and so forth. And then they always instilled in them again, and it's running today in, in today's politics, um, tell me who's going to be, who's trying to do this and who's trying to do that because they have all these virile men and virile women there, and they were afraid, so they had to get their sneakers in there, um, their listener listeners or the ears, and tell us who's going to be loud and who's whatnot, um, and we'll re- we'll re- reward you with um, with whatever they were going to offer them. You know, uh, ten lashes today as opposed to twenty. Um, so, and that's why that that mentality of being proud and this and whatnot. I think it stems a lot from that, without actually acknowledging it and them knowing it. So you, again, this is so the Akan, the Igbo, the Yoruba, the the Ashanti, the Mandenka. You believe right. that being from those admixtures, um, where let's say like. Let's talk about the T-cars in Cameroon who are very artistic. That could have influenced why Jamaicans are the way they are. I, I, I strongly disagree with that. And I think that's a narrative that comes out of Jamaica that this happened. These these different groups that you're, you're discussing and the Kikongo and everything, there is no, there's no evidence behind that. These groups were also sent to North America, to the United States and Brazil. Brazil is the blackest country in the world after Nigeria. What is the argument for that not happening there? So I think it's a whole, a, another... Brazilian pride is a real thing, fam. Like, Brazilian pride is real. It is, not but that argument... Be having some feijoada right But they don't, they don't describe themselves as the best. Yes, they do. Every country does. Have you not met no, a Brazilian? There is no... I have. I have lots of Brazilian friends, but this narrative does not come out of Brazil that we're the best because we have the best slaves come or the most. But I don't think Jamaicans think that about the slaves, though. I don't think Jamaicans have Jamaican no, no, never said that. that. We are the best because we've never said that. 
brim off the sleeves. Like, who would even... Which Jamaican would ever utter those that, words? Like, that is Alan's like, point. He is saying that yeah. the admixture... Like, you know how we talk about um, trauma being our... Trauma being... But in it happens everywhere. I can't, I, can't, I can't accept that. It, it's everywhere. No, so I the think... African-American vernacular English is a combination of different... Um, vernacular mixed with English because of that same admixture in America. Same thing happened in different Caribbean countries. So I don't right. Think but Shane, I think what he was alluding to was that a lot of the behaviors that you see um, from Jamaicans, for example, the the peacocking, right, which is to be very bossy, which is to have the Jamaican paraphernalia in your car, to have it everywhere in your house, to have it to how you talk, to how you dress, to not missing yeah. a beat that you are a Jamaican. I think he was basically alluding to the fact that a lot of the tribal groups that went into Jamaica that based on Ancestry and 23andMe and Family Tree DNA, that these groups that are predominantly known to be to be flamboyant, that those tribes true. are found in Jamaican DNA. These groups were spread all over the, the Americas, so you can't say that. Not but this in the is same post, consistency. Right? Post what? This is post-Caribbean um, post um, trade. I, I, I agree with Shane on this one. I think it's something that has been taught to us, yes. from, and it's from generation to generation. I don't think it's based on the Maroons, the Arawaks, not like that. I think it's something that has been taught to us to say, okay, we are the best in the Caribbean. And it's based on the fact that from we have been doing the Muse, Bob Marley, um, Jimmy Cliff, and all of those persons, and based on what we have been done over the mainstream so it's, it's like it's it's i would say it's because of that and because we have been doing it so long and we have been on the forefront for so long it's like oh hey i guess we are the best because we're not hearing about our caribbean brothers over there exactly. we're not hearing about caribbean sisters over there it's and then we grow up and then my mother say oh Jamaicans are the best. My grandmother has been saying, oh, Jamaicans are the best. So like generation, generation, we think we are the best. And we go out there and we like brand Jamaica. I am a Jamaican. I don't care about what you Caribbean guys over there are. We say, oh, you're going to St. Vincent. Oh, you're going to lick a foreign. You know, it's not important. So one one <laughs> point, one point that, I mean, I call, I call the U.S. big foreign all the time. <laughs> um, could it be that we're deflecting as Jamaicans because sometimes when people I know here when people's like oh I want to go to the Caribbean for a vacation right um, like I've had co-workers say I'm going to the Caribbean and they go to the Bahamas and they call it the Caribbeans and it confuses me and I feel bad because it's not I, I don't even care if they go to Jamaica I was hoping they would have gone to one of the islands in like the Lesser Antilles because I feel like there's a wide a range of cultures to embrace there and it, it changes as you go up the archipelago well but, but Francois, we don't know that. We don't talk about it. Like, we don't talk about St. Vincent. We There's always three Caribbean islands that everyone talk about. Jamaica, Trinidad, 
and Barbados. We don't talk about Are we, are we literally just going to keep ignoring the Spanish um, Caribbean islands because we know good and well. I mean, theoretically, theoretically, the only ones I know who be saying de las islas or Caribinos are like Dominicans. I They always be saying that, like de las islas. Like they're always saying they're from the islands. And maybe that's a New York thing where they say I'm from the islands. But I know Dominicans are always saying, you know, de las islas because i feel like when they say it they say it with so much caribbean pride because they're um, different from other from other latin my, my experience is different i don't i don't i don't ever i've never had dominicans um relate to me as a caribbean person i've really? had um puerto, yeah i've had puerto rican i live in new york i've had puerto ricans do it and this is my experience both in new york and in maryland i've had puerto ricans do it and in new york i've had um colombians do it from the, the oh, if they're from like Cartagena, right? Cartagena, right. um, Panamanians. These people relate to us as Caribbean people. I've met Garifuna people from Honduras, and they're like, they treat me like I'm their long last lost family member because I'm Vincentian, but also they refer to us as Caribbean brothers and sisters. I don't get that from Dominicans. They're Dominicano. That's all you hear. <laughs> That's the first thing I hear. So, but I understand. I think the inclusion <laughs> issue with that is because they see themselves as others from us, and we don't have that relation until there's like a festival, and it's like we bring the food together, and we have all the flags. Everyone's included. Okay, now we could relate as Caribbean people. Belizeans re- re- um, relate more to Caribbean people than Dominicans, I think, because of the listen. Language. If you're eating plantain. You're Caribbean, okay? If you out here and you go from Guyana all the way to the Bahamas, you eating plantain, you're Caribbean. From point blank, Caribbean, okay? <laughs> but I know we've gone back and forth with the whole idea, but I know there. I read something online where a treaty man said, you know, the only problem I have with Jamaicans is that there are too many of them, right? Wow. I've, wow. I've also heard wow. there's no good Jamaican... Us. Um, the only good Jamaican is a dead Jamaican. I've also heard um, things like just a, a whole myriad of things about Jamaicans. You got to the dark side of the Listen, I go there. I go there. confront you just for the record so that the listeners know we confronted you and asked why didn't you bring a uh, Trini person on here? Because I think you guys need to have your own podcast of uh, I do. And you guys I need to bring do. a Pope and whoever is the head of the uh, mm-hmm. the, 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 the head of the uh, Judaic um, organization in the world and the Muslim and just have a peace treaty meeting. Oh, I would love to be in that conversation. Alan, it is not the time and the place. We are not going to be discussing that. But, I mean, technically, technically, Alan is Trini, okay? His grandmother is from Trinidad. Uh, so he's a Trini boy. Um, but, I'm still on the religious one, by the way. We're not. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're not doing that right now. But guys, question: We've, we've. I know Jamaicans have a sense of pride, right? And I know Shane, it's a trigger for you. But we've also heard the real negative things about Jamaica. Like people are going to the Caribbean, and you know, I want to go to a Caribbean country, especially here in Toronto. I know none. Let's say non-people of color or other people of color that are not Caribbean want to go Boy, to folks. the Caribbean, right? You could say it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but they will say, I want to go to the Caribbean. And they will ask, you know, I've heard about Jamaica. I've heard about St. Lucia. I've heard about Grenada. I've heard about St. Vincent. Um, I've heard about uh, Barbados and Trinidad. Like, which country should I go to? And the first thing that you'll hear from someone who is not Jamaican is, don't go to Jamaica because they hella violent. They hella violent. Now, hold on. 
I heard that. I push y'all. I say you not you, Shane. Shane, you different. Kingston. Don't go to Kingston. <laughs> That's all I tell people. Wow. I just don't wow, Shane. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that one. I say you might not want to as go. Somebody, <laughs> as wow. somebody who is from the capital, like we're from the capital area, there is nothing touristy about Kingston. It's literally a metropolitan. It's like, oh, let me go on vacation to Toronto. Like, there's That's exactly what I said. Exactly. Like, I know they're as of late they've been pushing tourism for that area and trying to not make it such a business focused area because people who travel for business don't go there. People who are front and pleasure they'll stay on the north coast. But like, <laughs> y'all but, to do something. But do you? But do you guys feel that the Jamaican sense of pride that you see in North America that you see in the UK? Because Jamaicans have, I, I know this again. This is a trigger. Something I learned was that even skinheads, the original form of skinheads from from the UK, that they were inspired by Jamaicans. I don't know how true that no, is. No, that's what you No, let me fix that. I studied music in undergrad and I studied black music. The ska, the ska um, influence of reggae, ska was something that was played in Germany and in the UK by the skinheads. So that's where the connection came. Skinheads don't like y'all. They like your weed and they like your music, but that doesn't mean they like you. Which is which, which wow. is fair, but you see the influence I'm talking about. They were not influenced by you. Ska, ska came before reggae, and they had ska before reggae. Reggae was influenced by multiple genres, and ska was one. So, so, see, so there you go. There's you, that you Jamaican arrogance. We have influenced We made the world race Jamaicans. We motivated the it does not matter. Y'all just gotta claim it. Y'all claim, you claim you on here claiming skinheads. We're not. We're not. I'm saying that the historic I'm saying that it exists, right? It has been it does not. It does not. That's another narrative that was misconstrued and put to you to put Jamaicans as Jamaicans don't say that. I'm saying that in reading I found that there's no Jamaican out there that's saying, Yeah, we take responsibility for the skinheads. So you did it. Right? So moving moving forward, okay? Moving forward, do you believe that the Jamaican pride that you now see in the UK, in North America, in other parts of the world, do you think that we use that to deflect from the fact that people like Ludacris can say that Jamaica is the murder capital of the world? Do you think we do that because there's so many, there's so much negativity that goes into there's there's a lot of positives no, that go into so. being. Imagine calling Jamaica the murder capital of the world when there's a country yeah. called the United States of America. Yeah, I don't. But well, do you think we deflect? Do. do you think we use that as a deflection or no? No, I don't think so because it happened before and it, it will happen regardless. I just think it's just ingrained in Jamaicans. It's a small island effect. Y'all do it, but other islands do it too. And it's just that it's us trying to, it's like when a cat, when you go and attack a cat, the first thing a cat does is stand on all four feet so it can pounce, but it arches its back so it looks bigger than it is. That's what Jamaicans do. And you're not the only ones. A lot of islands from the Caribbean do it. Vincentians do it too. Bajan people do it too. When anybody gets into pop culture, and that's why i call it the pop culture effect any reference to your nation your ethnicity your country and pop culture any ethnic group any ethnic group and demographic in the world when you get on tv 
or you mention it anywhere that is a, a, a medium that's consumed largely, this pride goes forth because it's a relation you make to yourself and you reflect yourself is reflected on that person, on that thing. So it's a collective reflection of Jamaicans. Onto okay. Barbados, onto okay. Maybe, but we will be sharing the entanglement with Barbados. Maybe, maybe we can actually reach out to Disney and have them make a movie for you guys so that Jamaica's not the only one that has you know, cool run-ins, but there, there we go. There we go. It's always I was not going to say that because it's I feel like that was a picture. poor representation of Jamaican culture. Like y'all had, y'all had, y'all might have been had. a poor representation of our culture, but at the end of the day, it's still yeah, Disney. But even when you're a parody, you accept it because you're in the. You're, there's a projection. There's a projection of you, and it could be inaccurate, and you're gonna take it because it's, it's not. Just, it's just like it's, of course. Of course, with because, any like movie or TV show, they they tend it's to. A, it's um, a pop culture effect because, for example, let me tell you this: um, Hugh Mulzac and Captain Bly, these great white. When I say great, I mean like the sharks. White, <laughs> <the> white, <laughs> white captains. Yeah, and can forget All these things are white stories, but. He Captain Bly brought the first breadfruit plant to St. Vincent in the 1700s and brought breadfruit to the region. I bet you didn't know that. And established the first and oldest botanical gardens in the entire Western Hemisphere. A carib skull was dug up out of St. Vincent and taken by the same captain to Europe. And that skull, a carib skull from St. Vincent, was used in the taxonomy of skulls from the world, the four great um, representations of ethnic groups. That skull that represented the Americans, which is the entire Western Hemisphere, came from St. Vincent. 99.99999% of Vincent. I thought all that came from Jamaica. No. Now that you're being facetious, now that you're being facetious, let me tell you that. What's the question? Question, Shane. Being Garifuna, being from St. Vincent, is it Carib or is it Kalinagos? Because I was taught that the actual name of the tribe was the Kalinagos. We don't know or we don't care. The Garifunas care more than us. Let me tell you that. In St. Vincent, Vincentian's identity of Garifuna is not as loyal as say Garifuna is from Honduras because that's their sole identity Vincentian's identity is Vincentian but I brought all of this up to show that a lot of the smaller islands they're unaware of things that are true representations of their heritage like all the stuff I just said most Vincentians don't know this and it boils back down to the whole projection Vincentians on a lot of these smaller islands this is to talk from our side because I'm not just attacking you guys I'm not attacking you period I'm explaining things I personally feel attacked. I know you do because that's right. But um, we we also have the opposite of it. We have this inferiority complex, and we do not feel like we have the same achievements. We have not much to brag about. But we will still say we're one hundred percent Vincian. We're proud to be Vincian. Anything and the smallest. Um, pop culture reference, we'd be happy to claim it and say that's a Vincentian and be proud. But we still have that innate, you know, inferiority complex and we don't expect that. So that's why we don't go in the battle thinking, I'm going to show you today what we have accomplished too. So it happens both ways. You guys have this inflated ego and we have a deflated one. Okay, here's my inflated ego. Civil rights movement, thanks to Jamaica, Marcus Garvey. Silent. Start. Malcolm X was also part Grenadian. Yeah, he was part Grenadian, and and he came after Marcus Garvey. 
Um, Carmichael was okay. Trinidadian, though. And this is one thing I, I, I've noticed with... Let me tell you this. This is a funny thing. Stokely Carmichael was Trini. You know who else is Trini? You guys know um, Carlton Banks, um, Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, his his, his, right? his, yeah, yeah. His, um, his grandfather was a Calypsonian. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people don't know that Tatiana well, Ali is also half Trini. Yes, half we half all half know that. Like, that's like, because, that's, everybody knows that. But Trinis, Trinis don't go around claiming everybody and be like, that's a Trini, that's a Trini, that's a Trini, that's a... You don't hear that as much as Jamaicans. Jamaicans will hear somebody's one-tenth Jamaican and they're like, you know this person is Jamaican? Listen, <laughs> listen, when the entanglement happened, do you know how many other Caribbean countries would say this girl is a Caribbean girl, but let's find out which country. I just turned out to be... We don't say that. We say they're West Indian, we say they're Korean. We don't go there, this and that. Just like how you said Gary, Gary from the people of Caribbean. You didn't say the Vincentian. Nobody says Maroons are Caribbean. So, we can't. Y'all would sue us and beat us. But I don't think, but Maroons, I think it comes from like the term Simardon, which just means like runaway. I don't think it Maroons, doesn't matter where Maroons from. aren't Y'all from Jamaica. Maroons Y'all are just claim slaves. Y'all claim it. We cannot do that. We cannot do that. It's there's a collective thing. There's an otherness of non-Jamaicans in the Caribbean, and I'm just speaking honestly. So there's also been a saying, Shane, which we have to be fair. Like there's been a saying that says history is written by the winners, right? Which is why when you think about U.S. history, a lot of things like Black Wall Street isn't spoken about. Why we don't talk about Greenwich Village? Why we don't speak about like we know about Madam C.J. Walker, but there were so many other things before. Because those stories are censored and considered unimportant. Even let's talk about it's not happening in the Caribbean. What? Because those people won, they lost, but they won, but they're not discussed. And the curriculum in the in the U.S. Um, education system was controlled by white people for so long. That's why Americans don't know about Black Wall Street, what happened in Tulsa and in Greenwood, but. The same thing happened in the Caribbean. And y'all are in your own country, and you don't know much about the Garifuna, but we know everything about the Maroons. I read an entire book for an entire term in, the, in, 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 in St. Vincent, in the first form, called The Red... What is it called? Something Warriors that was talking about some Maroon boys in the Blue Mountains. Yeah, I know that book. Um, yeah. Me Young Warriors. There you go. I read that. Y'all never read nothing about no, no Vincentians. You know what? Because no one wrote it. I will now make it my point of duty to go ahead, go online, and I will try to find Vincentian literature um, to, to, to to learn more about St. Vincent. I, I, Shane, you and I could go back and forth with this. You know what? I just love the tree tree, you know, um, and the dolphin, <laughs> and the bakes, right? Bakes, not fried dumplings, bakes. Yes, <laughs> I, I said what I said, and I, and you know, I always tease you all the time. I said, do you say house or do you say heist? Which is I'm not, not from South Rivers, see? I say house, see? but I joke and say heist. I do say heist. Which is fun. something a lot of Jamaicans <laughs> don't know. So when, when they don't know when that, yeah. speak about these things and I can run these jokes about it, you know that my inflated Jamaican ego isn't coming from a bad place, but it's I, really just but, coming from like, but here's no. the thing. We love that. We don't see that as an inflated ego. If you joke about us, saying small island is not a problem. Saying small island and looking down and smiling at me was a problem. Well, that was a problem. I, I mean, that, that, that was an idiot. That was an idiot. We don't claim that idiot. You can't call him that. That's just what he did because that's what he was taught. It doesn't make him a bad person. But what I'm saying is your effort 
is all we want because we have been coerced into making this a part of our lifestyle. We know about you. We just want you to make so, the simplest. Sh- where do we go from here? Equal. Where do where we do go, we go from same, here? No, like it's okay, same. so we're on this podcast and we we let's say we can't enact real change. Like we cannot influence no. character, we cannot no. influence CXC, we can't influence the syllabus that goes into English I think be in the Caribbean. I think the change has already started there. So the the institutional change has already started. It's a cultural thing. Where do we go from here? I think the only thing we want is the same thing that is happening in the United States. In the Caribbean, we talk all offline about colorism and uh, all that stuff and colonialism. And I tell people the only thing worse than racism is colonialism because it breeds colorism. That's a Caribbean problem. <laughs> That's not the issue here. I think where we go from here is something similar to that. We don't want to be greater than y'all. We don't want y'all to be greater than us. We want you to see us as your equal. So we want a Caribbean yeah, Lives a, Matter movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't thwart, do not thwart what I'm saying. What we want you to do is perceive us as your equals. If you do, you will find genuine interest in who we are. She and your bright, bright boy. Of course, you're my equal. You're, you're bright, bright boy. You're out here. That's what white people tell black people here all the time. That's what white people tell all the time. You know, it'd be a good idea for the Caribbean, which I doubt would happen in our lifetime, but would be nice. It's already a challenge to fly within the island without having support in doing a layover in another country. But it would be a nice idea, like how people have study abroad, to do a study abroad, but within the Caribbean. That happens, it's called UE. No, before you get to university level. Like, do you mean a cultural exchange program? Yeah. And okay. this way will probably help the island. You already know island people can't stand people them whole shady. You know, where this boy has come from Jamaica. He ain't no That's But that's the thing. It goes back to, like, we as fellow Caribbeans, we do have the same ideologies and how we function in our homes. I so it's not like we're bringing in somebody from Europe that has a completely different... <laughs> way of life you know As what you, you know what Chad, Chad, I wish that was a thing when you were in school so that we could send you to a country that does eat money cool and hear what you have to say he's trying to say I like money cool by the way I do like money cool <laughs> here's a question if you don't know what money cool is ask a friend <laughs> Which country in the I Caribbean? Was busy, I was huh? too busy doing my travel abroad to to European countries when I was in prep school and high school. Which country in the Caribbean has the best cuisine? You know what? This is up for debate. No, you know what? Jamaica, Jamaica by default. Oh my god! You know what yeah. I used to tell people? Yeah. You think I tell them Saint Vincent? I tell them Trinidad. Oh god! That's a person who loves the Caribbean. Yeah, it's Jamaica and Trinidad. I was sitting in my barber shop and I heard a Grenadian man explain. What is the best dish from every country when someone asks him that? He said, Vince, you know how to cook this ball down. Grenada know how to cook the this and that. Trinidad has the best food. Jamaicans know how to cook the Akian saltfish. You ask a Jamaican this question, it's like, what are you asking me? Does not compute. You know what? You know what? That is not. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Because I am totally true. I don't think that's true. I don't. I won't say 
while answering the question. I okay, you know what? I learned in English class that facts can be proven true or false. Um, the question: Which country? When it comes to food, food is objective. It depends on how you feel about food. Always wanted to try chicken curry. You guys know what chicken curry is? It's curry. we're not doing that. we're not doing this. I believe. You know what? I'm going to be true, and I'm going. And this is not coming from an inflated ego. I'm going to say the the food that I've grown up with is Thank most definitely going to be the food I'm going to the best food. I grew up on Vinci food. So you're going I to say Vinci food is the best. I would give, I would give Trini the crown. Really? Because my aunt, the two no. best cooks in my family, my aunts were the best, two best cooks also live in Trinidad. Alan, how do you feel about this? Because you always want no. food. You're always throwing down. I need to hear you. <laughs> Um, okay, so I am Tr- Trinidad is a, is a, and Guyana. I have to say the best. Exactly. They're both, they're, they're Thank you. Um, Alan, why are you doing this? No, but Alan, Alan's Thank grandmother, Alan's grandmother is Trini. That's not why. That's not why he's saying that. This is not a sense. No, no. And he's here's the reason. Here's the reason Facebook. behind it. Here's the reading behind it. No, 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 no. His reason is going to be my reason because. The um okay so okay and and again um Shane's gonna chop me down again here but it, we're all talking um most of the other islands right are predominantly um black African based right um Trinidad and Guyana is mixed with Chinese Indian and African so that's where the the the, the Epicurean twists come into play and all the spices come together. But that's my point. That's, right. that's my um, exact reason why. In Jamaica, in Jamaica our, our motto is literally out of many one people, and our food no. is a mixture of yeah, Christian food. It has a mixture Jamaica Okay, so here's my uh, thing. Here's my thing. We have taken those 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 countries that have melted in through indentured slavery, through through African Indeed, slavery, and we have made it into, we've made a in twist to the food. In a make it, in a make it, I'm sorry, yeah, in a make it. So, all right, guys, here, the best cook in the I'm, region. I'm going to be fair, I'm going to be fair and say, you know, honestly, if I want curry, I love Jamaican curry, but I think that if I want a good curry, I should go to a Guyanese person or a Trini person yeah. because I think Trinis, they make the best parathas. Trinis make the best parathas and they make very good curry chicken. Like, I can tell you that if you want good curry, you go to Trinidad. I think every country has their speciality. If you want a good pepper pot, ask a Guyanese man to make you a good pepper pot. If you want a good pepper pot. a good boiling, go Simonson for a good boiling. And if you want a good oil dung, you go to Grenada. So I think when we think of the best food... And if you want a good manish water, go to Jamaica. Oh. Manish, yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, Manish Water also exists in Guyana, but it goes by a different name. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I think when we think about food, and this, this is one of the things I can appreciate about people who grew up in the Eastern Caribbean is that because you're so close to other countries, you have the opportunity to taste different 
um, cuisines. You have the opportunity to go to these other countries because they're so cool. Really. No, that's not why. Because we come here and we experiment and we find them and we taste them and we hear about them. We don't travel as much. We can't afford to. You never seen Liat prices. Jesus. It's because we're open minded. So why, why you? I would be honest. Listen, but at the same I'm time, you I, can't tell me the experience in the Eastern Caribbean when you haven't lived there. We're just open minded people. Jamaicans Meanwhile, somebody from the ABC Island would be listening to this and laughing at all of us because if you're from the Island, you could freely go to the Netherlands and go for school and live and live their best life. So they're probably like, (laughs) I've had Haitian food, Grenadian food, Vincentian food, Guyanese food, Trini food. That's you. Dominican, Puerto Rican, uh, Cuban. Jamaicans don't know what pillow is. They don't know what, so, don't I, know I what pillow is, boy. I asked Jamaicans in my college. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. Here works then. Here works then. I have heard that Jamaicans look at our Kalaloo soup and say, look like vomits. Oh. And when they taste it, they say, oh, I didn't expect this to taste so good. Yeah, because we cook. Oh. I, I just eat everybody Kalaloo. Yeah, that is you, but you're not every Jamaican. But I read the French. Exactly. That's true. That's true, Francois. Because I, I, I've, I've not I'm eaten. Talking with the yeah. I'm talking about the innuendos. You know, you're Alan. Alan, we ain't doing it. We ain't doing it today, but edit, edit. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, we're going to have to wrap up soon. But I love that we're able to. I feel like no, and I think this is the funniest thing about the Caribbean is that when we start to talk about food. The passion changes, and you you want something else to change it. Why y'all been balling and cussing when they take out the Air Jamaica name and put Caribbean Airlines? Because we felt like we lost everything. The okay. one thing we had was yes. a plane. Because they moved, and the meals were really good. Islands make their own airlines with their own names. You know, yeah. other islands have it. SVG Air fly like three places. It never had no Air Trinidad. Nobody never had um, that. Caribbean That's Airlines true. is technically Trinidad. It is Trinidadian, but it was not Air Trinidad. It was you know, you British know, West you know why we didn't like Caribbean Airlines? Because it was Trinidad. I am going to be exactly. honest. Exactly. It was Trinidad. I'm going to be very honest. It was Confession the is good for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> Come out, thing. Come out, demon. Come out. But, <laughs> guys. And JPS is part owned by Trinidad. So that even makes me even more upset. Like, it's crazy. Like, I feel like Trinidad is taking over Jamaica. And I don't I don't feel good I about that. If we're going to sell out to any other country, at least it's still in the Caribbean. <laughs> anyways guys anyways we are at the end we need to wrap up we're at the end we need to wrap up it was a fun conversation and i love that we got to the point where shane had us talking about food because i'm i'm super hungry right now but i love that we were able to get to the point where we see that regardless of the differences that one of the things that we're very passionate about in the caribbean is food and i hope that anyone listening to this podcast as a jamaican 
go to a Grenadian restaurant, try try some oil down, try try a bara, try roti, try try a dal puri, try chana, try something, try bacon saltfish, try some cuckoo, try trini kalaloo, try just about anything. Pilau. Try some pilau. Of the Eastern Caribbean, which is pilau. I'm going to tell you that the best pilau I've had though is from a trini. Um, some wild meat. Some what now? Some wild meat. Some wild try, meat. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to eat a maniku. I'm just letting you know that. Like my palate don't work don't like knock, that. Don't knock it until you. I, I can't though. Like thank you. I, I can't. You know, I'm going. I'm not going to lie to you. Like the, the thing that I've had that is very exotic. You know, and you see them all over Toronto. Are bunnies? Like I've had a bunny. <laughs> so I don't think I can. Bunny, never had. I've never had anything like that. Jamaicans do not have that kind of palate. Like, okay. we don't experiment with anything. It's not bougie. I just think that we just we we just don't experiment with other foods. We just and now you just tell everybody go try something, and you don't want to try it. No, but I'm listen. I listen. I have. I, I have my limits and Manico is my limits, okay? Because I can go outside and see a Manico. That's my limit. Just for the record, just for the record, you've eaten Manico already. I just never told you it was Manico. You lying. I'm out here. You lying. <laughs> you lying. Um, but guys, guys, I love this. I love that we were able to have this discussion. And again, everybody feel free to try some food. And if you're out there and you're listening to us, this was a fun discussion about Jamaican narcissism. Um, I think I can rebrand it as Caribbean narcissism because I think it's in every Caribbean country. Jamaicans are just loud. Um, can I chime in? Not, not just the food, but also please do uh, more research on other on the rest of the Caribbean island, not just the ones that you hear about all the time in pop culture and on the news or whatever. Like there, like there's so many islands that make up the Caribbean and externally out of that who aren't islands that have played a significant role in this world. They've contributed greatly. So just brush up on that. Perfect. So Shane, Final thoughts. What would you like people who don't know about Tree Tree Bakes? They know they don't know nothing about St. Vincent, right? What would you like? They don't know about the the, the, the current role. They don't know about the, the sweet bread and stuff like that. What would you want? What would you want someone who is not Vincentian, not from the Caribbean, not from the Eastern Caribbean, even someone from the Caribbean, what would you want them to know about St. Vincent and the rest of the Eastern Caribbean that they probably do not already know? St. Vincent um, is an archipelago within an archipelago. St. Vincent is the Caribbean within the Caribbean. It's 36 islands and islets and caves. St. Vincent has the topography of every Caribbean country. What's a key? Is a key the same as a key? It's a key, yes. Oh, sorry. My it has the rain. It has from the rainforest to the sh- shrub um, tundra to the little sun beach island. St. Vincent is a Caribbean experience within the Caribbean without the big brand name. That does not mean that St. Vincent is better or worse than other, any other country. I want them to go and experience a country of people who have been sheltered somewhat because they haven't been exposed to the world as some of the other islands. And there's a lot of history and culture there that has not been manipulated 
related. I'm not saying anything about y'all. I'm just saying there's a, an experience that you would have there that you might not have anywhere else. And it's not just unique to them. You go to Dominica, you go anywhere else, you're going to get their own experience. But what you should know about St. Vincent is that we're just nice people. Okay, that sounds like a Vincentian tourist board ad, but you know, maybe we'll put some of that girl music into it. SVG.com. That's the site. So you hear the plug. (laughs) Now, we're going to go to Alan. What would you want people to know about Guyana that they don't already know? Because a lot of people don't know it's in Central America because, you know, you guys are West Indian. Some people think that Caribbean is a culture, which theoretically it kind of is, but it's really geographical. What would you want someone to know about um, Guyanese culture that they don't already know? Um, well, just jumping on top of what Shane just said, uh, that was a lot to, to take in. And it's true. All islands do have their own unique specialties. Guyana stands out quite a bit too as well, because you've got, like I said, same terrain. Uh, we have from the only last untouched rainforest on the earth. Now, Garden most, mostly just went there and they interrupt the whole flow, so the whole heap tourists go out there now. Um, however, it got the, 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 the only virgin rainforest left on earth, two deserts and plains, and you'll go in the middle of the Amazon to find cowboys. Go figure that one out. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> um, it's the country with five nations of people, um, and it, it shows through the food. Um, and it's uh, it's got its own issues and political issues like every other country in the world. Ours is just Same. a more um, Same. <laughs> uh, 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 everyone. It, ours is just a little more um, out there. Um, but like I said, uh, it, it's it's got its own unique beauty, um, and it's it's a it's. It's one of those places where you go and you don't go go to every island with non expectations. So you leave with an experience, if I can put it so bluntly. Um, and you know what? It doesn't have to be Guyana. It could be any. You know, the whole Caribbean uh, has more than seven hundred islands and and islets. Uh, but the whole Caribbean consists of 28, 28 different nations, and all nations, all of them have their own unique differences. But um, like I said. Go with, go with no expectations and you'll leave with an experience. Perfect. Thank you so much for that, Alan. And that's how we're going to close. I won't be asking the Jamaicans anything because we're already enough. And we could... oh, yeah, get turn. I, I, know, I know, right? I'm I'm happy that you guys were able to, to have this conversation with us today. And I'm glad that we were able to come to some form of conclusion that maybe we do need to re-educate. Maybe we do need to, to do better at what we are and to see ourselves as one nation instead of a group of different nations. And maybe just maybe that Caribbean pride that we're looking for outside of the Labor Day parade or outside of, of, of Caribana, we'll see that overall in how we address each other. So thanks guys for joining us. And until next time, what good.